Last summer, we were trying to get our three bikes to fit into our small SUV. It seemed pretty hopeless, but with a little, a lot of patience and some fancy maneuvering, I got them in. I turned around to see two of the most impressed and adoring faces standing behind me. When I figure out how to do something that seems impossible or that the girls aren't able to do themselves, they're continually amazed by my abundant skill set. How did you do that? My answer is always the same. I've lived a lot of years on this earth to be able to open this jar, save that mouse, find the not actually lost item, wedge the thing that looks like it will never fit, solve all the problems all the time, forever until eternity. Oh, and also, I'm a mom. It comes with the membership. I'm Jenny B, and this is it, actually. This is it, actually. Take a sip and grab a seat, cause this is it. Happy Mother's Day week. I wasn't planning on doing a Mother's Day episode, but I also wasn't planning on being a mom, so I guess you never know how things will end up. My first daughter wasn't planned. This isn't some deep, dark secret I'm revealing. I was always quite vocal about not wanting to have kids. They seemed like a lot of work, and I truly believed, and still do by the way, that a full and beautiful life can be achieved without having kids. But life doesn't always go the way you think it will, thank goodness for that, and fast forward to me now with a 10 and 13 year old, so it's safe to say I'm in it now. What's weird is I didn't even have to write a test to become a mom. I mean, isn't that odd? When you want to drive a car, you have to study and take courses and prove your knowledge to someone. When you become a parent, no one checks a box to say yes or no. It's just go time. I'm lucky that my mom and my sister were already so good at the job. I kind of just had to watch and learn. But sometimes I look at my kids and think, what the heck? I'm responsible for these people. Or sometimes when they're calling for me and I hear the word mama come from their mouth, even after all this time, I think it sounds so weird because they can't possibly be referring to me. Being a mom is definitely the hardest job I've ever had. I also didn't know that I was capable of equally loving and barely tolerating another person as much as I do my kids. It makes me think about my own mom. She had five kids plus my dad, who was wonderful in his own way, but let's face it, it was a different time. He wasn't super helpful. She did most of the parenting, the raising of nice humans, the overseeing of good manners, and pretty much all of the worrying. That's a mom special, by the way, the worrying. Mom emigrated from the Netherlands when she was 12 years old with her parents and siblings. They had just survived the war living on daily rations and under the stress of my opa hiding Jewish people in their barn. They came over on a boat with only what they needed and there are stories aplenty about how awful and memorable that trip was. My mom, I called her mummers, was proper and didn't stir up fuss. Her biggest scandal was probably that she met my dad when she was 18 and he was 29. They married pretty quickly at City Hall and her parents did not approve so they weren't present at her wedding. It's hard to even imagine that she defied them like that because the mom I knew was the opposite of a troublemaker. She went to church and she didn't like to stand out too much. She loved telling stories, she loved to dance, and she never left the house without a lip and a brow. It used to make me laugh because as a little kid, I was like, you're going to the bank. Who do you plan on seeing? It didn't occur to me that moms like to feel pretty too. She loved a cool glass of cheap Pinot Grigio, she did not love my tattoos, and she believed her kids and grandkids were her greatest achievement. Some moms are dads, some dads are moms, some moms are moms on their own, and some moms aren't even our moms. They're just special people who fill the role unknowingly. There's the cool moms, the fun moms, and the serious ones. Adopted moms, stepmoms, moms we inherit through friends or marriage. I also happen to luck into an unbelievable mother-in-law, and although I am no longer married to her son, I still call her mom. So yeah, all kinds of moms doing their mom thing the best they know how. 
I've said this before, there is no mom I'm supposed to be, there is simply mom I am. The minute I became a mom, I had to negotiate having very little patience to needing all the patience in the world. I learned to multi-multitask, and I actually did grow eyes in the back of my head. I quickly became immune to certain sounds and smells. I learned how to wipe peanut butter off of everything. I instinctively put the needs of every single person in my house before my own. I literally eat scraps from plates. Plus, I had to acquire all these special skills. Bum wiper, nose blower, fence mender, chef, server, baker, bartender, chaperone, driver, tucker inner, owie kisser, cheerleader, scrape fixer, hairstylist, fundraiser, personal shopper, secret keeper, problem solver, spider getter, homework helper, fun time maker. I have been known to park my car down the street for an extra five minutes before rounding the corner of my house just so I can sit and quietly stare. But then one night you come home late from work and they're already tucked into bed. You pull back the covers to find a sweaty mess of a person who looks drunk on good dreams and they're snoring and innocent and just about the most perfect person you'd ever hope to meet. And then you get it. All of a sudden you understand what your mom went through. The worry, the questioning, the heartache, the decision making, the love, however she was able to give it. The truth is, I wish I'd been more patient, kind, and understanding with my mom. I wish I'd called more and said I love you even when she didn't. I should have gone to church more willingly and listened to the town gossip with a more interested ear. My mom wasn't perfect, and I'm probably more like her than I care to admit, but she taught me what it is to be a good mom, because that's exactly what she was. My mom's birthday is on May 10th, which always falls within a couple days of Mother's Day. This year it actually falls exactly on Mother's Day. For as long as I can remember, my mom's never been one for, you know, surprise parties or big celebrations or going on extravagant trips or anything like that to celebrate kind of these big milestones. And a big part of that is because she's always kind of sacrificing her own personal celebrations and her personal time to support either her kids or her grandkids, whether that's, you know, sitting in a a hockey arena or a baseball field or just even sitting in the kitchen patiently waiting for one of her grandkids to put the finishing touches on a craft or a painting that they're working on. And that's a testament to really who my mom is, always kind of going above and beyond in a very quiet and respectful manner to make sure that uh, her kids and her grandkids know how much she loves them and how much she cares about them. I remember when we were younger and we used to go on family vacations We would go for about 10 days, and we usually went to Prince Edward Island. It was beautiful there. We rented a big farmhouse, my mom, my dad, my two brothers, and myself. At the farmhouse, there were pigs and some chickens and a couple horses. So this one day, my mom and I wanted to go feed the horses. So my mom grabbed two apples and put them in a bag. I remember getting to the fence, and two horses came towards us, and my mom picked out one apple. She needed to crack it in two because she wasn't going to give the whole apple to one horse. And I remember thinking, well, how is she going to half that apple when she doesn't have a knife on her? And she just took the apple and she cracked it in two with her bare hands. Now, I'm eight years old and I'm just watching in awe of my mom being able to do this. And I'm thinking to myself, my mom is crazy strong. She must be a superhero. She has to be a superhero. And of course, as I got older, I realized that it was a rotten apple and my mom easily could do it. But I guess the one thing that I never veered from was the fact that, yeah, it might have been a rotten apple, but my mom's still crazy strong. She makes me laugh. 
She makes me feel safe that I'm 42 years old. My mom is my superhero, and I don't know where I would be without my mom and her support. This is a little story that basically sums up my mom in a nutshell. So I'm mixed. My dad is black, my mom is white, and my mom was a single mother. And this is the 80s, so we're from a small town. There wasn't a lot of mixed kids around. So one day I was playing in like a little park near the house and the woman who lived by the park, she said to me, go and tell your mother that she's a N-word lover, that she's an N-word lover. I didn't know what that meant. So I went home and I said, mom, Tilly said that you're an N-word lover. I said the actual word. Imagine your seven-year-old kid coming home and saying, mom, Tilly said you're an N-word lover. And my mom said, oh, she did, did she? Okay, let's go take a walk and we'll go see her. So I'm like, okay. So we walked back. I'm so young, let's remember. And she goes, what did you say to my kid? And she said, oh, I said that you're N-word lover. She walks up to the woman on the porch. This woman is like 80 years old. Walks up to the woman on the porch and takes out her boob, her whole boob, and shoves it in the woman's face and said, suck on this. N-word lover. From that day on, whenever someone would do something to us or someone would cut my mom off in traffic, we would say, give him the boob, mom, give him the boob. It was completely inappropriate. But now that I'm a mom, it's so amazing. I'll never forget it. When I think of my mom, I think of all the amazing traditional Indian food she cooked me and my siblings growing up. She made everything from scratch and she used a lot of love and soul with these traditional dishes. I've recently started to learn these dishes myself and I've discovered that they come from a long lineage of mothers bringing their families together. These moms have used food as a way to celebrate their family, introduce new friends, and make everyone happy. Every time I start cooking these dishes, I want to do the same. And I've realized that my mom has used food as a way to share her love for us, especially coming to a new country where we didn't have the same food that she did back home. It was a big part of her identity. It was a place for her to feel at home. And it makes me feel at home every time I sit down with a dish that I know my ancestors created and fed their families. I think that the term mother-in-law usually has a really negative connotation. They're usually protective of their son or controlling or over-involved. And particularly in my Jewish community, that's even more of a stereotype. Jewish mom is one thing, but having a Jewish mother-in-law is a whole other thing. And so I feel so incredibly fortunate that I have a mother-in-law who A, isn't Jewish, and B, is sweet and warm, not at all judgmental or over-involved. I think she incredibly respects our own lives and decisions and is only ever completely and 100% supportive. 
She's someone that I can sit and drink a bottle of wine with and talk about books and talk about movies and talk about politics. And I never ever get sick of talking to her. She's also a riot. It's funny because I think that if she was my own mom, certain idiosyncrasies that she has would maybe drive me crazy. But because she's my mother-in-law, I just find them charming. I think both her and I really appreciate the relationship that we have and it's really incredibly special. I actually really miss her a lot right now. My left lung has collapsed four times, requiring two surgeries within a four-year period. My first surgery was when I was a teenager, and the whole process was frustrating, painful, and very scary. The support of my mom during this time meant everything to me. I was not at my best, tubes sticking out of my chest, my mood dictated by my pain, and how fast I was recovering, but my mom took it all in stride. She slept in my cramped hospital room every night on an uncomfortable fold-out chair. She was exhausted. The emotional exhaustion of watching your child strapped up to equipment and seeing her in pain, paired with the physical exhaustion of not being able to get a good night's sleep while my roommate yelled at the hospital's ghost to leave us alone, must have been intense. I can never fully thank her for the love and support she gave me during one of the worst times of my life, but I can try. Mom, thank you so much for all you do for me. You are a superstar, and I'm so lucky to call you my mom. The best thing about the mom in my house, my wife Jessica, is uh, her ability to be able to see into the future. She's always been a good mom, and I like to think I've always been a good dad. We're always about having fun with the kids and engaging with them, but she's always got a keen sense of this is going to come to an end. We have two kids, one's 16 and one's 13, and as much as we try, the 16-year-old is slipping away from us. He's got video games and girlfriends and whatever it is he does with his phone upstairs. (laughs) He's not coming grocery shopping with his parents or going for long walks with us. He barely wants to go on vacation with us. So, you know, we do the best we can to try and stay part of his life, but it's not going to be long from now that he moves out and this phase of parenting will be over So she's taking a lot of that energy and concentrating it into the 13-year-old now while he's still available to us, especially during this lockdown, you know, doing baking, doing puzzles. I think they've played 634,852 games of Yahtzee already. And I really appreciate the fact that, you know, she sees into the future and sees that this is going to be over because that's something I probably wouldn't be conscious of. We grew up three blocks away from our public school, which made our house an ideal spot for neighborhood kids to come for lunch. As a kid, I could not appreciate the stress that must have come along with feeding up to 10 kids at a time, a lot of whom were picky eaters. My mom handled it all with incredible grace, always providing us delicious meals, long live three cheese tortellini, and making sure we stayed out of too much trouble. My mom has definitely endured rude and thoughtless comments directed at her choice not to return to work. However, The work that my mom did and continues to do has made her a cornerstone of our community. Not only is there a generation of kids who are fed and loved by her, but there is also a generation of students that she coached in both volleyball and basketball, spanning long after my sister and I were in public school. We've often joked that my mom is more popular than we could ever be, as she is never able to go anywhere without someone stopping her to say hello. My mom is such an amazing woman who has showed us how to be gracious, kind, and above all else, generous. Her commitment to fostering connections and offering endless amounts of support and love to her family and community is her legacy, and I am damn proud to be her daughter. In the late 70s, when I was two years old, my mom and dad divorced. As an adult, I learned that my mom ended the marriage and that my dad never wanted it to end. Ultimately, she saw more for her life than just getting by. She wanted to be happy. She wanted to thrive. 
She wanted to show her children that you are in control of your life, so she left. When my parents divorced, they agreed to split the kids in half, so my mom took me and my older sister, and my dad kept my middle siblings. Very quickly, my mom fell in love and moved to Vancouver, and with that, my older sister moved back in with my dad so she could stay near her friends. So it was just me and mom. I got blessed with my mom's attention, wisdom, and love. My mom taught me to be independent, free-spirited, and strong. I was never asked to be a good little girl. I was always encouraged to have a voice and most importantly to be me, whatever that looked like, even when it was messy and inappropriate. My mom had grown up as a quote-unquote good little girl. She felt like she only received love from her mother when she was a good girl and that love felt conditional to her. So my mom was bound and determined to shower me with unconditional love. What a gift for a young girl. The one expectation my mom had was for me to be the best version of myself that I could be. But when I wasn't, she wasn't disappointed in me. She would ask me what I learned and she would encourage me to honor myself. And that honor myself line became almost a bit of a joke between my friends and I in high school. And we would flippantly say, honor yourself sarcastically in the hallway about skipping class or something stupid. I wasn't an easy kid or an easy teenager. I definitely was not a quote, good little girl, but I was me. So this Mother's Day, I wanna thank my mom, the queen of unconditional love. And to take a page out of her book, if we can all just learn to honor ourselves a little bit more, this world might be a bit brighter. This is a tip, actually. As soon as you're done listening to this episode, go call your mom. After listening to all of today's stories, some I'd heard and some were brand new, it's official, the world has some pretty great moms. Thank you to my amazing friends, Jordan, Destiny, Jonathan, Sam, Peter, and Aaron, my awesome sister-in-law, Michelle, and my wonderful nieces, Grace and Shar, for sharing their unbelievable mom stories. Happy Mother's Day. If you have an idea for an episode or know someone who would be a great guest, let me know. You can send your stories and ideas and just general good words to thisisitactually at gmail.com. And you can also see stuff and follow along on Instagram at thisisitactually and Twitter at thisisitactual. The title was too long for them. Message me cool stuff, but not dumb or rude stuff, because obviously, thanks for listening. Now go say something nice to someone. This is it, actually. Take a sip and 